0: Hello, fellow riders this is your host rusty james it is friday july 22nd 2016 and this is the ride it is friday and i'm ready i'm ready to enjoy a weekend I was just driving past a clearing, well not a clearing, well kind of a clearing. I could see the driveway cleared to the road, but not much else. And as I drove past that opening, I could see into where the clearing was. And they're building a big old house right in the midst of a lot of trees. And it's way bigger than I would have thought somebody would build there. And just for a second, I I was thinking, you know, pretend that God's will was to complete that house, to build that house. So I want you to draw a parallel to your life. He wants to complete your house, your plan. And if it was going to be a little house, nothing wrong with little houses, you know, I'm sure there's a few of those on the prairie. If he was building a little house, he'd have to do a little bit of clearing, wouldn't he? But a big house, one that might have more responsibility, might have to care for more people. He might have to clear away more things. Not to say that the big house is more important than the little house, but... There might be a plan that's different from one house to the next. I mean, isn't that typically the deal? You have a different plan. And, you know, in your situation, you don't want to have a cookie-cutter life. You don't want to be exactly like, you know, your twin sister or, or whatever. You are you. And your call is unique. But I'm wanting to talk about that clearing. That clearing effort. It's kind of cool I saw that on the way to work because... As I was leaving my house, I saw some of my tools and equipment for a lathe that I was given. And if you don't know what a lathe is, a lathe is a machine, a piece of equipment that you can place wood on and turn it. And, you know, you might have seen people turning bowls or spindles or toys or, you know, anything that has a, a radial symmetry you could probably do on a lathe. And as I was walking through the garage this morning, I saw those and I was thinking about the same kind of thing as that clearing It's that God sees our life, and he knows our potential. And you know, I can guarantee you we don't know our potential. Because God puts his potential within us, and his is eternally infinite potential. And we, our mind can't conceive all of that. And so it can't comprehend what we're capable of. And even knowing that he puts his mind within us, his his thoughts and plans within us, if we're willing, even knowing that, I still don't know the extent of it. I just know that it's beyond my understanding. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, right now I'm cool with that. It's when I get into a hard spot that I don't understand the hard spot, and I'm trying to understand the hard spot That's when it gets a little tough. Maybe the hard spots in life are the very exact reason why God needs to do a little bit of clearing. Because who we are has too much friction with that hard spot. You know what I'm saying? He needs to clear away some of the rough edges so we can be sharp like the iron sharpens iron scripture. But when I think about what you do on a lathe, you're clearing away. What they call it is waste. It's interesting. I mean, it makes sense. But when you are woodworking, many times you'll see the plan, and you'll see the pieces that are to remain, and then you'll see the parts of the pieces that are to be cut away those are called waste and when you're using a lathe you know if you've done it for a long time which I haven't but if you've done it for a long time you can look at that piece of let's say it's a two inch by two inch by the length of whatever let's say a couple feet it's a pretty decent sized lathe and you can look at that rectangle and visualize the Parts that are not gonna be there when you're done. God does that on our life. He says, I see that part right there. That's that's a waste part. That's the part where they're depending completely on their ability to make it through each day. That's waste, it has to go. And when I cut that waste away, what that will reveal is the finest the, the final product of that part of the work I'm doing in their life and that final part revealed is the fact that they no longer rely on their own means but they're putting their full trust in me and don't you know as he's turning and as your life is being worn away the chaff is being cut away not necessarily the most comfortable thing and there's a scripture that says, but you're going through things and it's for your good. He won't let you go through more than you can handle. So I saw a picture of that winnowing away. I think that's the word. And there's waste. There's all sorts of waste. Now that's not to say that you are a waste. That's not that at all. But our attitudes and our mentalities and our thought processes that we have grown up with, that we have developed, that we have leaned upon. Some of them are not healthy. And some of them need to be cut away. Now, you know, someone using a lathe, if they're doing it right, they don't just spin that puppy up at 2000 RPMs and then just jam the knife in there. That's dangerous. That could potentially affect the, the part that's within that raw piece of wood. It could actually damage what was originally meant to show forth and shine. No, a proper wood turner is going to slowly, very gently, begin to work with that wood, almost like he's molding it. But uh, we're not going to talk about clay today. God does mold us like pottery. But in this example today, there are parts he has to cut away. But he does it gently. And he does it so that he's not destroying who you really are. Remember, the wasting, that's not who you really are. Those are things that you have held on to. It's almost like barnacles on a boat. You know you can't sail or cut through the water appropriately and reach your full potential if you got all these barnacles hanging on you so what do you have to do you got to take a mallet and a sharp object and bust those loose and it's work I've never done it but I've seen people who do it and it looks like it's a lot of work and just like barnacles on a boat life has these things that want to just cling and destroy your flow, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's another reason why we're talking about that today. I didn't really plan on talking about the lathe thing, but it's funny how this always seems to work out, that the Lord... I really can trust the Lord when, when we do these casts, that it's not... My intellect, okay. You need to know this. I mean, I, I don't think I'm an idiot or, um, you know, unsharp, but I really feel like the Lord just takes our little discussion where it needs to go. And I had wanted to end up at a place today, and I think we're going to get there, and it's a deep place, and it's going to be a place of healing for some of you. It's actually a tragic place, but we're going to go through it together, and I want you to take my hand like you take the hand of Jesus Christ, and we're going to go through this together. Some of those barnacles that have hung on to you, some of those parts of your who you are that you believe it's who you are, but it really isn't, God's saying those are the waste pieces that need to be cut away, certain opinions, certain thoughts. About others and about yourself, certain hang-ups, deep-seated ones that might be there because of an abuse that had taken place. God is wanting to gently, ever so gently, expose the real you to the world around. And in And to do that, he gently, gently, gently removes some of those improper thoughts. And I don't know if you've been listening to this cast, but over the last maybe week, I would recommend checking it out because we're talking about going through life's jolts, going through life's difficulties, and then breaking free from past thought processes and from words that have been spoken over us incorrectly. A lot of good stuff in the last week, I would recommend you check it out. But if you've been through tragic events in your life, and this might even be, if you even think that there might be something, but you don't remember, it's okay. God can set you free right now. Take a big, deep breath. Just... God sees within that piece of wood that he's working on that your life he sees the finished product already he sees it even though we don't many times he sees it and I believe he sees your life free from that waste thoughts and attitudes and you know we can be so loaded up with that stuff that needs to be cut away and those barnacles of life that it affects our path. We actually can't cut through the water appropriately. We're actually veering off course. But we don't know any different. We, we're just in our boat and we're going where we think we're going. Those that the Lord sets free are free Indeed. Today is a day of freedom. Okay, you've taken your breath. What we're going to do now, since I don't know how to solve every unique problem, we go to the Lord. It's the simplest thing in the world to do. And now that you're here with me today, I'm going to ask that you continue with me, and we're going to go to to the Lord in prayer. There are things that are in all of our lives that we really need to give over to the Lord. Whether you've been through tragic situations or not so much, there are things that we need to give over to the Lord. We want him to be able to work with us to cut away the, the things that are not profitable for us, right? So that we can expose who we truly are and who he created us to be. I want us all to get to that point. I want us to be that that beautiful beautiful bowl that he has on his lathe or his candlestick or whatever it happens to be. You know, there's things in the wood that if it's not turned down to where it needs to be turned, you don't see the the unique beauty of the grain of that wood. Things like that. So as we go to the Lord in prayer today... I want us to be somber out of respect for those who have gone through really tough things, okay? I want us all to be in agreement here to let the Lord do what he does, okay? Lord, this is a day of freedom. We know that you set people free, you expose the lies that have been put on lives. And Lord, you take hurt. You take it upon yourself. You did it when you hung on the cross. You took the pain and the suffering of all mankind at that time and sin and the effects of sin. You took them away. And Lord, everyone who's agreeing in prayer with me right now, we ask that those things that are still hanging on our lives, those barnacles and those waste thoughts, We give you permission to start honing those away. We believe that you are a good father and that you don't destroy your creation in this process, but you actually embolden us and you strengthen us through this process. And I break every word that has been wrongly spoken over everyone listening, I break the power of that word, that lie, just like I break the power over those incorrect thoughts that we might even have of ourselves, that this tragic thing would never have happened to me if it weren't for the fact that I was a bad person to begin with or something like that, that is that is incorrect thinking, that is thinking that comes from our enemy not from our God. I break the power, I break that curse in Jesus' name. And we all are in agreement on this, right? We break that power of the enemy over our life. Now Lord, as we go through this process, help us to be strong as you show us things that might not be the things we would rather think about. Help us to find good counselors that will help us walk through this. Those counselors that acknowledge the power of God. Help us find those people. But Lord, I thank you that right now you stopped everything and, and, and we're talking about this issue right now. Because Lord, I believe that there are people who needed this right now. I thank you, Lord, that you are thinking about every aspect of our life, even before we maybe do. So I thank you for setting us free. Help us to live a mindset that is free. Help us to live according to the way that you see us, that finished piece of art on the lathe. Help us to live according to the way that you see us. Thank you for caring about our situation. Amen. I love it when we can do that. Who would have thunk it that that Rusty James would be able to do some of this stuff? Well, you know what? I'm just a guy, and uh, just like you, you know, the only thing that sets me apart from anybody else is that I am me and and God's in me, but God's in you too. There's nothing that I'm doing right here that you can't be doing. I think one thing that helps, that one thing that can help people get through what they're dealing with and, and maybe some of their past hurts and things is to find somebody else who who's dealing with something similar or, it doesn't have to be similar, but you know what I'm saying, just somebody that's dealing with something and then you can help them. You can do what I just did with you. Because really, all we're doing is we're just leaning on the Lord for the for the solution. The ride podcast is not your solution. Jesus Christ is your solution. I'm just I'm just the uh, the messenger. But guess what? You can be the messenger in somebody else's life today, and maybe that process of being the message, the gospel bearer, the hope bringer, the power provider, whatever you want to call it. Maybe that process is what's going to get you through your thing and help the Lord whittle away some of those waste areas. I think that's how it works. I think that, um, you know, long gone should be the days of pity parties. God, creator of all things, has put his power within you. And it's time for us to stand up and walk in that. Now, there are times that we need to rest. In his peace and comfort. And then there's times for us to stand and deliver the message to other people who are hurting. But don't you know, they don't have to be mutually exclusive things. You can be walking in the peace of God while you are bold with your faith. In fact, many times that's what you need. You need the peace of God in a situation where it requires boldness. So don't feel like you have to feel emotionally peaceful in order to to do what you feel you need to be doing. Do it in faith. Believe that God will meet your need as you're doing the thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people go through life thinking, you know, I just... I don't feel like I can do any... I mean, they won't say this, really. But they would... But they would... Basically, be a milk Christian. Oh boy, I'm preaching now. You don't want to be just a, a milk Christian. I think a milk Christian is one who really is fearful about getting out of the nest. And you're, you're living on the milk. There's meat out there too. And that brings you to maturity. I know I'm going on a tangent here a little bit, but the important thing to remember here is God will meet you wherever you're at, when you're doing what he's called you to do so you don't need to have a little tea and coffee corner bible study to to feel god's presence you can do that when you're ministering to a homeless person on the street who doesn't smell the best do you know what i'm saying part of your healing is in the process of helping other people heal i believe that that's how it works I believe that that's how it works. Okay, everybody, you stay in that word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And the God of creation has in filled you with power and his spirit. And I pray that that will manifest in tangible ways in your emotions, in your feelings, in your relationships, in your thoughts, in your vision, in your path, in your plan, and in your friends. I pray that it manifests in such a way that it will be unmistakable that the power of God is in your life. And I can't wait to see you on the flip.